Curio. Oh, I like that one. Curio podcast. Curio. Curio podcast. We love you. Don't forget we do. We do. We really. Is it going too long? No. Did you make that up right now? Or have you been working on it? No, I just made that up. Really? I think that's it. That's it? Yeah. Let's refine it. Okay. Maybe not right now. I don't know no. if our listeners really want to. They don't be really want to be in that on that because it might not really be interesting. We can get Quinn to help us. Let's do it. He's good. That's it. Welcome to Curio Podcast, Kimmy. Welcome. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> I hope you're all doing well. I hope everybody enjoyed the Blood Moon Ooh. and the recent arrest of Roger Stone. I what really else enjoyed that. The shutdown ended. The shutdown ended. Mm -hmm. The shutdown that was going to break the United States economy if it went on much longer. Well, yeah. It cost $11 billion. He could have got his wall for that. Three billion of those dollars will not be recovered. Right. They're permanent. It's permanent. Yes. So many bad fucking words. Yes. All of them. I can't. Historians, political analysts, everybody was like, this is such a bad idea. This is why this never happens. There's, there are reasons why the president does not shut down the government to get what he wants, because it's insanely disruptive. Also, isn't, it's, isn't the government's whole jo- job to just to stay open and make things work? Right. That's yeah. their job. That's what we pay them to do. That's their job. Motherfuckers. I think, was it... Um, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, there was a shutdown during, oh, I shouldn't talk about this because I'm missing facts, but a former antiquated president um, experienced a shutdown Uh and was convinced afterwards that it was the sign of a total failure of a government. And it was embarrassing and it was something to be avoided at all costs. Yes. It was completely pointless. It did nothing except, I don't know, embolden Nancy Pelosi for sure. Good. Maybe that's the silver lining. Yeah. She was fucking incredible through this whole thing. Yeah, she was. She was like, she was like the freaking school marm keeping the kids in order. Oh, yeah, baby. You know. I was in um, Boston last week. And they had a storm where it felt like negative 19 at oh. one point. That was the day of the blood red wolf moon. Mm-hmm. And we were running outside to see the lunar eclipse. <clears throat> but we could only stay out there for maybe 10, 15 seconds before we had to run back in. So you didn't get frostbite? Right. Like even the like the liquid on my eyes was starting to f- like oh god no yeah couldn't keep my eyes open very long and so now I'm thinking today this polar vortex that's yeah. coming they're gonna be wind chills of like negative I saw in Minneapolis I think it was negative fifty nine oh my god last I heard it was thirty well this is the wind chill I'm talking about oh okay okay what it's going to feel like negative fifty nine. In Minneapolis. Did you see dumbasses 
Shit. Tweet. Did oh, you yeah. see the tweet? Yes, about the tweet. The, we need more global warming? No, more global warming. Warming, yes. Whamming. Uh-huh. Whamming? Warming? When I read it, I read it as whamming. Where did you go, global whamming? <laughs> I read that tweet and I was and I try not to get into the Twitter too much because it, it makes you fires mad. me up and sends me into a fucking tizzy. And so I opened it up today and there was a little notification. So I hit my notification and it says, in case you missed. And there it was. It was it was almost like Twitter was like, come on, Kim. We want to see you have an aneurysm right now. <laughs> they were poking the bear. We want to poke you and see what happens. <laughs> and I read it like three times and I was just like, I'm still in disbelief that this man is the president of the United States and that people support him and think he is brilliant. Yep. What? what the fuck? What? He doesn't know the difference between climate and weather. No. Nope. He can't spell warming. Or gopher. And he thinks that global warming goes away and comes back. Like, like the seasons. Like the seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's an idiot. Like the McDonald's man that comes, delivers his... Big Macs? Nourishment. His nourishment. <laughs> I wonder if he'll live longer because he's just eating pure pres- preservatives all the time. Probably. And he's evil. Evil things live forever. Reminds me of a story from earlier when I was eating with my husband. Um, I thought I turned Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. It's okay. He has his 50-year-old physical tomorrow. And so he's really... Oh no. Yeah, he's really worried about it. Does he it. get the... The colonoscopy? No. Oh, I don't know. No, they're doing one of those just regular colon cancer screenings. It's just like you just put a little bit of poo on something. But as far as I know. <laughs> Sorry. I thought 50 was the magical Maybe it is. Colonoscopy, I don't know. Because that's a different thing. The colonoscopy is looking for other things. Other things. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they're going to tell him. Don't tell him about the colonoscopy. I, I'm not. I get scared. But he was saying that he didn't buy any cigarettes because he didn't want the nurses to tell him that um, he's not exercising enough. And I was like, what? And he's like, they want me to, like, get my heart rate up and sweat and, like, breathe hard and shit. And I'm not doing that, he said. And I go, wow. I said, listen, you promised me that you would live one minute longer than me. Oh. And he goes, yeah, that's not likely. And I go... <gasps> This is what I said. You know what? You're just stubborn enough that if you just decide that you were going to live one minute longer than me, I bet it would happen. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because he is that stubborn. Yeah. Look I how stubborn he's being about exercise. How come he doesn't want to exercise? Because is that's an- not cool. Exercise isn't cool? Exercise isn't cool. Smoking cigarettes and drinking beer is cool, I guess. Huh. Well, I don't exercise because I'm lazy. (laughs) I went for a hike. um, When was it? Sunday. I went for a hike Sunday. Two-mile hike. We went up the hill, and then we just do this big, giant loop around our house up into the hills. And I got halfway up the first hill, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, what happened to you? Used to be, you know... I just charge up Jogging the hills, up the hills. And, yeah, yeah. Give me some dirt and some trees, and I'm happy. And I don't care. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and 
And I had to tell Paul, because Paul's just charging ahead. He does right. this, like, every single day. He does this loop with the dogs. Yeah. And I said, um, I said, look, here's the deal. I'm going slow. And I might not even make the whole two-mile hike at this wow. point. So you go on ahead. I'm not going to try to keep up with you, and I'm not going to make you try to keep up with me. Right. So that's that's what's going to happen right now. And he was like, oh, okay. And he just slowed way down. <laughs> he wasn't going to let me. He wasn't going to let me back out of it. Yeah. And we did it. And it was a beautiful hike. And it was totally worth it. And yeah. the whole time I'm like, why? Am, why? how come I don't do this every day? Right. I literally walk out my back door. and Yeah, you're right there. I'm right I there. I mean, so am I on this side. But yeah, we're right by hiking trails. There's no reason not to enjoy it. Yeah. Right. It's like, and there's no, it's been cold enough. There aren't any ticks. Although I did see a snake. Uh. A rattlesnake? No. Oh, it wasn't a rattlesnake. I think it was a gopher snake. Oh. Um, it was a baby, though. I don't know what it was doing out. It's Maybe it was a low-level um, gopher employee staff assistant of President Trump's. Oh, maybe just sent out to test the test the water. Right. And on that note, we'll take a break. Maybe not. Maybe not. There might be newbies out there. You can go back and like relearn all about us through the last 34 episodes. 34. We're up to 35. We're fascinating people, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) In our own little worlds. Biting toes. So um, during the shutdown, our... (laughs) The shutdown that we just got over with. Oh, shit. Um, our Secretary of Commerce, Mr. Wilbur Ross, who is claims to be a billionaire, but he's not. He's worth seven hundred million. Um, went on TV, loser, and um, declared that he didn't understand why people were going to food banks because, like, they should just go get loans. I mean, what's the big deal? Oh God. quite understand why because as I mentioned before the the obligations that they would undertake say a borrowing from a bank or a credit union are in effect federally guaranteed so the 30 days of pay that some people will be out there's no real reason why they shouldn't be able to get a loan against it and we've seen a number of ads from financial institutions doing that Wait a minute. 
Yeah. He's saying that government employees who have not gotten paid right should go get a loan like a paycheck loan like yes okay well like so an 85 percent interest paycheck loan so according to some articles that i read these federally guaranteed loans for federal employees are at a nine percent interest rate so it's a good interest rate but um why why not just open the fucking government and pay these people what you owe them instead of telling them all to go get an interest loan? I don't know. Does he have stock in the company that that benefits from the interest? I mean, I'm guessing. He has told Congress a couple of so times that of he touch. was going to divest from his stocks and he didn't. He lied a couple of times, which is a major thing. But in this climate that we're in, this political co- climate, it just goes by the wayside. Nobody's even thinking about that. So this du- dude, Wilbur Ross, he's 81 years old. Um, he got rich as being by being the king of bankruptcy. And he would... Uh, uh, he was like merger guy, like bankrupt company, bankrupt company merger or sell off assets or whatever. So that's how he got rich. So he would acquire bankrupt companies? Well, he or- had a hand in that. And in 1991, he helped Trump keep control of his Taj Mahal casino that was in bankruptcy. So I feel like he's uh, being paid back for helping Trump out then. He's now the do, Commerce Secretary and everybody. has no idea what the fuck he's talking about or what he's doing. Well, think of all the people who were put in these positions by Trump. Yeah. I mean, no, uh, none of them know what they're doing. They're all it's all favors. Yeah. Urban housing development, Ben Carson. Right? <laughs> what the fuck? I've got an African American man on my on my payroll and there's a word urban in a in a in the title. title he's a doctor he has no <clears throat> idea about housing yeah anyway oh god so this dude goes on tv and just basically says like i don't understand what they're all bitching about why are they going to food banks they should go get a loan they should just go get a loan right like it's just so easy yeah. So um, I wanted to play a little game with you, Kimmy. Okay. This is called Who Said It? Wilbur Ross or Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. And I didn't tell okay. you beforehand because I last you time. You didn't want me to. Yeah. yeah. Last time when we did um, Trump or uh, what's his face? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. We right. read all the same stuff, so here yeah. goes. Oh, this is going to be brilliant. Who said it? Wilbur Ross or Mr. Burns? Family, religion, friendship. These are the three demons you must slay if you wish to succeed in business. Oh, God. Mr. Burns. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard one, though. It was. Okay. Who said it? Wilbur Ross or Mr. Burns? If people know you have a big bazooka, you probably don't have to use it. Wilbur Ross. Yep. Oh, you're good. The bazooka word got me. Well, yeah. <laughs> keep this one. Ships are a strange kind of commodity because they're very lumpy. Ships? Mm-hmm. Ships. Ships 
are a strange kind of commodity. Yes. Because they're very lumpy. Yes. Wilbur Ross? Yes! Oh my god! Ding, 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 ding! What? Yes. I don't... I was really kind of hoping I'd be wrong on that one. Because <laughs> of the word lumpy it threw you? What? what the hell is he talking about? I don't know. Some sort of commerce stuff? He's a rich guy. I don't know. Commerce. Okay, who said it? Wilbur Ross or Mr. Burns? <laughs> The man has no idea how to behave like a billionaire. Where's the dignity? Mr. Burns. Yes! Ah! You're so good at it this. It was the word dignity. Because <laughs> they don't... That they, they don't, don't care. They don't care. They don't, dignity. dignity is like not in their wheelhouse. You're very good. Very mm. good. Hmm. All right. If you can take advantage of a situation in some way, it's your duty as an American to do it. Oh, God. Wilbur Ross? No, that was Mr. Burns from The oh, Simpsons. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I've got two more. Are you ready? Yeah. Can you handle it? I think so. I hope so. It's such Aww. a glaring illustration of in income inequality in our country right now that we can't tell the difference between the Secretary of Commerce and Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Each weekend, I play at least one and maybe two sets of tennis a day. Each weekend? Each weekend, I play at least one and maybe two sets of tennis a day. Hmm. Mr. Burns? No, that's Wilbur Ross. Really? Yeah. He's old and he still plays tennis? I guess so. On the weekends? On the weekend. Once? Each? Or twice? Or twice. Each day. Okay, here's the last one. Who said it? Wilbur Ross or Mr. Burns from The Simpsons? The fact that you're successful doesn't mean that you can't relate to working people. Mr. Burns. No, that was Wilbur Ross. Oh, my God. Really? Which is hysterical because he's basically saying that he can relate to working people in this quote. Right. But he can't understand why they... Why they want to eat food. Why they want to go get a 9% loan for one month or longer. They don't know how long. Yeah. They, d they had no idea how long this was going to last. No. 9% on... Let's say $3,000. Is... That's a substantial amount of money yeah, for people mm -hmm. to have to pay back because their employer won't pay them. Right. God, that's wrong. That is so wrong. So out of touch. If they were offering free loans, like, and I did right. hear of one, I heard of one financial institution that was offering a free 30-day loan for oh. their paycheck. No, no fees whatsoever, no interest, nothing. And wow. I can't remember who it was, but it was like, what? That's impressive. Yeah, it was. It was really like, the good thing about this is that there were a lot of, you saw people rally, you know, donations at oh, yeah. um, Burbank Airport. You could donate. I, <laughs> our, our friend on Facebook, Mary, mentioned that there were donations that you could, you could bring in donations and drop them off at Burbank Airport for um, personal necessities. And she listed them off. Toothpaste, 
um, shampoo, conditioner, blah, blah, blah. And somebody somebody was like, oh, my God, I thought you were kidding because they confiscate so much at oh. the airport. <laughs> I thought, what? And then I was like, yeah, what about all the stuff they confiscate? Anyway. Oh, for the TSA but, agents? But, you know, the the um, food pantries that were opened and mm-hmm. people really rallied. And, yeah. And there was a lot of... Again, it's another opportunity for people to be compassionate and kind and to open their hearts up to others, right. which is um, a good thing about this whole administration is it's... It's peeling back the the veneer. It's opening the curtain on how people really are. Yeah, it yeah. is. You're right. Yeah. In, in one way or the other, if somebody's a fucking bastard... They're being shown as being a complete and fucking total racist asshole bastard. Yep. And then other people are are showing themselves even that they're more compassionate and more mm-hmm. connected to other humans than they thought they were. Yeah. I think we can all agree, no matter where your political ideologies lie, ideologies, ideologies, ideologies. that nobody wants eight hundred thousand furloughed government workers not being able to pay rent or pay for childcare, or buy food or buy christmas gifts for right. their fa- or birthday gifts i heard an, a, an art uh, article i heard an article wow do you have s- synesthesia i can't even talk today I wish <clears throat> um an interview with a man whose um child was gonna have a second birthday oh, and no. um he was a prison worker mm-hmm. so he had to go to work so he had to go to work. He had to go to work. Oh, and then the prisons were setting up cots for employees who could not afford the yes. gas to drive to and from work. Yep. And woman woman was like, you know, I really appreciate that. That's great. But I have kids at home. I can't just check out for three days. Right. I have to go home and be with my family. And anyway, so this guy, this this prison worker started sobbing on the radio he's like we just he's two he's not going to remember but it's our son it's his second birthday it's his second birthday on this earth and we cannot buy him anything we can't do anything for him to celebrate his birthday and that's really hard on a parent yeah that's like not being able to get your kids christmas gifts or hanukkah gifts or something i mean it's just and another another positive piece of this i think also is that you know maybe they're maybe people are experiencing um things they wouldn't have experienced otherwise like being broke Mm -hmm. for more than a month maybe it gives them a a little peek into other people's lives oh yeah but you're talking about middle class Workers and in some yeah. cases like lower income workers, yeah. they're not the ones that need the the mirror in or the mm-hmm. looking glass into another lifestyle. It's Trump and Wilbur Ross and all these guys. They're the ones that need to realize that their stupid political stunts had real world consequences. That people yeah. had to line up at food banks. You know, yeah, everybody rallied against them or for. Oh my God rallied around them right i speak english <laughs> pretty well sometimes we haven't been drinking we haven't been drinking well i haven't i don't know about you i no. see your jar of mysterious liquid it's iced tea okay 
there's no ice in it though, so it's just kind of lukewarm mm-hmm. room temperature. Bourbon. Bourbon tea. No, it's not. <laughs> I would be laughing a lot if it were bourbon. Or vomiting. Or vomiting, yeah, yeah. one way or the other. Anyway, we'll take a break right there. When we come back, Kimmy's going to tell us a little bit about Roger motherfucking Stone. Roger Stone. I'm sorry, guys. I am still getting over this cough. The TARDIS? Is this your wireless network? Um, it was. Hmm. That's a great name. I like that. We have a couple because we have one for the studio and a extender and then one for the house. So there's like on that list, there's like three of them that are ours. Wow. Mm. That's cool. <laughs> we need some extenders. Okay, guys. So the latest development, the most recent inductee to the indictment party. Mm-hmm. The indictment hall of fame, the 2019 indi- class. Indictment hall of fame is Roger Stone. Boom! Roger Stone has been around since the Nixon administration. Mm-hmm. He had his finger in that pie. Yep. Mm. Um, and he's he is a shameless political snake and a business vulture. So how is he... Uh rich what is his deal do you know i have no idea i don't know anything about him except for what he looks like and that he's a sneaky snake um i'm not sure i did i did some research today and um i couldn't i didn't quite find out where all of his money comes from he's just one of those guys he's just one of those guys he's he's crafty okay so remember we talked about machiavelli's prince yes Here's the prince. He's tried to base his life around that concept. He is a shame, but he's shamelessly evil. Oh. He's just, but he's smart and he's cunning and he's all of the things the prince needs to be right. to win. Um, He can't be very smart, though, if he got caught. Well, <laughs> he's been indicted, but he's pleading not guilty. Okay. So he's been arrested, and it's, what, five counts? <clears throat> I'm sorry. I've, I've had all of this up on my iPad at home, and I left it. Um, so <clears throat> he's pleading not guilty. Right. He thinks he's going to get out of this. His, his general idea is, like, don't ever, ever... Um, admit admit to yeah. anything like just don't do it you know be lie cheat steal do whatever you need to do but don't admit to anything i just don't know how a rational thinking person can look at what what robert Mueller's web of justice has done to all the other people that have been indicted 
this is serious. This isn't something to scoff at or pretend like it's not happening or... I mean, he's going to get caught. Well, that's the funny thing. And as I was reading through all the indictments and the whole Mueller investigation and... um. And then I finally got to Stone. I thought these clowns have been toying with with our um, legal system mm-hmm. their whole lives. Oh yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. And they think that they've got their shit down. Yep. And they've paid people off. Certainly, they've paid people off. We already know Trump has done that. Right. Um, they've done favors. They've called in favors. You know, it's all been some shtick to them. They use shell companies, yeah. They, Yeah, the whole nine yards. But they're messing with the FBI now. And right. I have got to believe that the FBI is kind of where the buck stops. Like, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it's been proven that Russia has tampered with our election mm-hmm. for the benefit of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. This is not fake news. This is a fact. Right. Um, I believe the FBI just issued today... Uh, another um, memo or whatever saying that, okay, so here's the deal. We've got Russia, North Korea, China, and Iran. Probably. They're they're all in it. So they're all trying to mess with our election now. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they? If they can keep this dummy in charge that they can just bat around like a cat does with the mouse. Right. Of course they're going to try that. They could knock us off the top of the block. That's what they're all trying to do. Yes. Yeah. And the white men in charge in D.C. care more about their own pocketbooks than they do about the integrity of our entire government, our entire system, our our entire way of life. Yeah. They don't. They're the opposite of patriots. I I can't wrap my head around it, Cass. I don't understand. Because they're playing a different game than we ever thought politicians played. They're playing a different game than we thought patriotic Americans played. You know what? Like, you grow up thinking that America is this one thing, this ideal, right? And it it promises so much. And that the people that we elect or that are installed follow the same line of thinking but they don't it's a different game they're playing like a game of really evil monopoly behind all of our backs they're going to destroy our country that's what they're trying to do how are they going to benefit though this is the country that makes their money for them i mean i don't this is the part that i don't get it's almost like they're destroying the 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 foundation on which they stand they don't care. They'll have money. They can go anywhere they want. Live the lifestyle they want. It's purely personal greed. That's They don't care about the rest of us. Going back to income inequality, you know, it's like the top 1% owns more wealth than the whole bottom. You know what I mean? Like, they don't care. They don't care for the good of our country like the rest of us think they should. They just don't. And so then you have to wonder, like, how do we fix this? Does unlimited amounts of money corrupt? And from the evidence, I would say yes. Yeah. So what do we do then? I don't know. I'm going to cry. 
You know what I find very entertaining, though, is all of the um, comparisons to, like, evil um, supervillains in regards to Roger Stone, like his outfits that he wears. Oh, yeah. No, and that's, like, totally, that is on purpose. He does that on purpose. Right. The, The top hats and the freaky, the suits and the the weird sunglasses and the glasses yeah. and everything it's a it's a mode of intimidation yeah which is just it's bizarre it's like he's a kardashian he's like an evil money kardashian man Does that make wow sense? i just don't get it that's deep oh god Okay, so I've got some Roger Stone quotes here. There were some in the article I read earlier that were absolutely terrifying. Just some of his advice to Trump, which Trump, you know, always, you know, basically always deflect blame on someone else. Never accept the blame. Mm -hmm. Never admit defeat. Always, um, always pick an enemy, focus on them polarize people basically right divide that's his that's the crux of his philosophy is divide the people that sounds just like the prince oh my god yeah yeah um i'm sorry guys i'm struggling here these are lame quotes I remember going through the cafeteria line and telling every kid that Nixon was in favor of school on Saturdays. It was my first political trick. So he did run for, he ran for office in high school. Uh And I guess it was class president or whatever. He found kind of the weakest candidate in the school and convinced that candidate to run, that kid to run for the same office as him. Instant win. Wow. That's how shifty he is. He wrote letters. um, He's a bit huge Nixon fan to this day, loves Nixon. I heard he has a Nixon tattoo. He has a Nixon tattoo on his back between his shoulder blades. What? What the fuck? So he's wearing his top hat and his freaky glasses and his pinstripe three-piece suit with with tails with tails and a nixon tattoo on his back (laughs) nixon's face mind you on his back okay it doesn't just say i love richard nixon or just the peace the you know peace sign victory yeah victory it's um it's his fucking face wow and i saw that i saw a picture of that today and i got chills it was like so Either Roger Stone's looking at you, or if you're behind him, Richard Nixon is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's some really oh creepy ass symbolism going on there. <laughs> he sounds uh, like a broken person, doesn't he? Like, somebody was very, very mean to him when he was young. Unless you can fake sincere- sincerity, you'll get nowhere in this business. That's another one of his quotes. Oh, he's a sociopath. Oh, God. Wow. He's he must be a sociopath. And I and I truly believe that a lot of these people are. They have to be. I don't understand how 
I don't understand how yeah. these people can exist. It's got to be. be a brain thing where they've decided that everyone else who isn't as rich as them is the other, like the enemy. They have depersonalized most of humanity so that they don't have to feel bad when they're when they do something that adversely affects the rest of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Trump doesn't care. He doesn't care that 800,000 people were out of work. He doesn't care that mothers and babies are coming up from war-torn countries to try to get asylum in this country. He doesn't he doesn't care about women at all in the slightest. Oh, he just cares about what he can do with them. Women. Right. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> he's it's just terrifying. So when did these two meet? Do you know? I have no idea anything. Um, they met a long time ago, and I'm so bummed I forgot my... Um, uh, since the 1980... Okay, so this is an article from Business Insider, and I'm just going to pull some bits from it. It was It's a really uh, enlightening article. Um... <clears throat> Again, pardon me. Uh, since the 1980s, the self-described dirty trickster, that's what he calls himself. Cool. Who's been in and around Republican politics for half a century has made it something of a mission to make Donald Trump president. <gasps> Despite parting ways with the Trump campaign in August of 2015, Trump says he fired Stone for hogging the media spotlight. Which is also another one of Stone's um, tricks is to just bring it in, you know, oh, yeah. just seek the attention no matter what. Get hmm. the cameras on you, get the interviews, yeah. blah, 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 get the attention. Um, Stone says he quit because Trump attacked Megyn Kelly. <laughs> Stone has remained one of Trump's most loyal, true believers. Um, and now special counsel Robert Mueller has indicated, <clears throat> indicted him with one count of obstruction, five counts of false statements, and one count of witness tampering. Ooh. According to the Department of Justice. Yeah. So I, and he's, he's pleading not guilty to all of those. So from what I've heard from podcasts that I listened to, listening to Rachel Maddow and all that, that. Robert Mueller doesn't indict someone unless there's an airtight lockbox case against them. Right. He already has all the information. Oh, yeah. He's waiting for Roger Stone to lie to him. Yeah. So he can, because I had String heard today that there, there's a possibility of more indictments, more counts. So I just, I don't understand why a man like that who claims to be smart can't see that his ship is sinking Robert Mueller has him. He wouldn't have he wouldn't have indicted him right now unless he had all of the information already. Right. So And that's the funny thing, is that but these people believe they are above the law. Straight up. Right. They are above the law. They can buy their way out of it. They can you know what I mean? They don't <clears throat> I don't know that these people have a conscience or an understanding of justice in its true sense, right. in the true sense of justice. Right. There's always a way out to them. 
They have the money. They have the power. They've always done it. They've always done it. They've lied, cheated, stealed. They've been dirty tricksters their whole lives, and it's worked for them. It's gotten them what they've wanted, and they don't understand why it's not going to work now. They don't see that the buck is going to stop, and I hope to God it does. I hope. I can't I hope believe that it won't. Before the buck rolls to a stop, it it gets Don Jr. Ivanka, Jared Kushner. I hope they all get wrapped up in the wrapping paper of the buck right before it gobbles up Trump Sr. Wouldn't that be great? You guys didn't see it. I was making some very uh, rolling rolling motions with hand motions. You just (laughs) saw the things getting rolled up with Cassie's hands. such an interesting time that we're living in and also so illuminating as to how a certain sect of our society lives without without consequences right without compassion i you can't have that much money and be compassionate unless you're giving most of it away i just I just know you're it. so out of touch with other people. You don't understand the range of human experience. To it's, be so, oh, it's it's almost like an addiction. You know, they're checked out. They're focused on one particular thing, and everything else falls by the wayside. Right. And that one thing that they're focused on is success or money or power, all of those things wrapped up together in your little rolly rolly thing. Doesn't it seem also like they're just playing a funny game to them? Like thinking that they're not going to be held accountable. Like it's sport. It's like a chess game to them. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I think Trump is smart enough to do that, but like the people around him definitely are. How's the horsey go? And it just goes back to my thing about if I could fix one thing and and fix this whole thing, it would be... Take the money out. Take the money out. Take the money out. It has no room in our system. And I've said it before, so I'll say it again. Money out of politics. Well, I I think, you know, I hope when all this is over, we're going to have a whole host of brand new heroes in our country. Mueller, Comey... I mean, people are kind of on the fence about Comey, but right. I think I think Comey did the best that he could do. He Given had a really hard decision yeah. to make, and he made it, and he's owned it. And right. you know what I mean? Like, he hasn't lied. He hasn't. He's been straight up. He he tried to hide behind a curtain from the president. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that tells me something right there. <laughs> Here's another quote from Roger Stone. <clears throat> it's rare that I'm accused of something I'm not actually that I'm not guilty of. Oh. Stone told the New Yorker in 2008. Wow. Yeah, like he's proud. Right, it's a chess game to him. He's proud of it. What can I get watch, away with? Watch me get out of it. Um Uh, Stone said in July, it's a possibility that he could be indicted over his communications with Russian hacker Guccifer 2.0. Am I saying that right, Guccifer? I have no idea. Um, And WikiLeaks, which experts had warned could implicate him in a conspiracy to defraud the United States by interfering in the 2016 election. This is a fact. 
He's admitted to it already. Right. Everybody knows that he was in contact with the Russian hackers. What the fuck? And now he's trying to claim not guilty? And now he's saying not guilty. I... I... uh, See, no words. I have no words. I have no words. I have no words. Um, And there's all kinds of written evidence about what he's done. He and Steve Bannon were um, in cahoots about a bunch of stuff. And... Oh, God. It's just... a horrible dinner party that would be. Trump... Roger Stone, Wilbur Ross, and Steve Bannon. Ew. I just imagine like spittle flying as they're I know. Eating. The first thing I thought of was like sweat and grease and slobber. <laughs> I just imagined like the most Ew. like Henry VIII, like 10 Henry VIII's. Oh, God. Pustules popping while they're uh. eating. <laughs> I bet Jim Carrey could make a brilliant visual of Jim that. Carrey. If you're listening, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> make Bannon King Henry the Eighth. Oh, and then all of his tweets were just off the chain. I mean, that's the other thing is these morons are tweeting stuff. They're tweeting everything. They're tweeting everything. Zero amounts of shame. They're like, okay, so when my daughter was little and we'd play hide and seek. And it would be her turn to hide. Right. She could hide for like two minutes. And then she'd just jump out and go, here I am! Like, <laughs> oh, sorry, Ziggy. Like, oh, I'm so excited. You know what I mean? Right. She couldn't even handle... This is what these morons are doing. They're like, oh, we have stolen emails from the Russians. Let's tell everybody. In a really weird little tweet. So how long do you think we have until this nightmare is over? What do you think is going to happen? Part of me doesn't even want to speculate because I'm kind of enjoying the surprises as they come. <laughs> You're enjoying them. Oh, yeah. The the indictments, like waking up in the morning and looking at the news and finding out that Roger Stone's been arrested. <laughs> it's like Christmas morning. It's delightful. Seriously. I was like, oh, my day just got so much better. Helicopters, SWAT teams. I mean, the whole nine yards. It was oh, did a- you hear? He said he's been treated worse than Osama bin Laden was when he was captured. Oh. Because they knocked on his door and said FBI. Oh, poor Roger Stone. I mean, what I was meaning by my question was, do you think that this is going to end in impeachment? Is it going to end before the 2020 election? I mean, I know that things in government happen at a snail's pace, Mm -hmm. but it feels like it's happening quicker now. Um, I've read that... um, Folks are starting to say that Mueller is starting to wrap things up. And I don't, and I've heard that for a while. Right. But I think as more people super close to the president get arrested, the um, faster faster it's going to go. I mean, Roger Stone is a big one. What is happening? She wants to go out. Um, Roger Stone's a big one. They're saying that um, Don Jr. is going to go next. Kushner's a big slippery weasel eel, so who knows what's going to happen to him. He's got a bunch of money, but he's, Kushner's just, oh, he's so slippery, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He's like a, uh, he's like one of those microscopic, gross, 
bacteria bug things that live in people's couches. Ew, as we're sitting on a couch, don't talk about it. Ew, this couch. All this liberal snowflake bullshit scares all those bugs away. <laughs> Kushner's just, I heard an interview with um, Christy, um, Chris, Chris Christie, Christy, yeah. um, this afternoon on NPR, and he was talking about Kushner. And I guess um, uh, Christy prosecuted Kushner's dad. Oh, right. Yeah. So Kushner, so that's why he got kicked out. That's why yeah. he got kicked out. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, he's all, oh, yeah, Kushner was just constantly, constantly bad-mouthing me in the president's ear, constantly got to get rid of him, blah, 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 blah. I don't believe anything he says. And that's he's all, that's why I got fired. <sighs> Kushner's like one of those, like, slippery, slimy, evil sidekick bad guys in a Disney film. You yeah. know, like, constantly in the ear of the king trying to tell him to do bad things yeah Ugh. he's and he's all pasty and he doesn't have an emotion on his face ever because <gasps> he doesn't have emotions they don't have emotions not so, real ones he's so creepy and gross so here's i have a couple of theories i think that he's not going to get impeached you don't think so no um at least not soon. I think they're going to wait until the investigation's wrapped up. And that might even lead into the 2020 election. So there might just not even be a point to it. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> or he's going to resign. This is my other theory. Oh, and then pencil pardon him. Right. That's the most fucked up piece. I agree with you on that. I yeah. can totally see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Trump has already told Stone. Is it Stone that's already got a pardon? Oh, in he's the, saying in the box. things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think? So if that happens, though, what message is sent to the Russians and the North Koreans? And so Pence was the head of the transition team he's the one that hired michael flynn um and carter page i think other people that have been indicted Mm -hmm. pence is in on it somehow in my opinion i don't know but there's no way that his hands are clean in all of this i don't know (sighs) to what degree do you think they just shut him out? They're like, okay, Pence, here's the deal. Do this. Shut your ears. Go in the yes. closet. We are not talking to you. Yes. Put that fucking smile on your face. Keep your mouth shut. We don't want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know when we need you. Right. And I think that's exactly what's happening. He's like a little Republican robot and whose end goal is the handmaid's tale. His end goal is to take abortion rights away. So it's almost like he's willing to do just about anything to get to that end, in my opinion. I don't know what he's really thinking. But, yeah, I think that I, I don't see this coming to an end soon. I think we're going to have to ride it out till 2020. If, if I tend to agree with you. Yeah. I'm hoping that there's a, another plan in place for bringing all for bringing this shit show to town. Yeah. I mean kicking it out of town oh if that happened i would be like the happiest person 
I I don't know what I would do. Like it would be so relieving, wouldn't it? For it all to be over. For it all to be over. It's not, but it's not going to be over for a really long time. No, and we'll be healing from this for a long time, but hopefully we'll be healing in a direction where we are holding people accountable, making sure that presidents are mentally sane and stable. (laughs) And have better than a fourth grade vocabulary. Have taken a civics class at least, if not have a law degree. Like, I'm hoping that that's where we're going to end up, but I, I don't see it ending soon. I would like to see... I'd like to see... <clears throat> Mueller sit on this for the next couple years until the next election. Let's get vote Trump out and then arrest and him. And then arrest right. him. Right. And, and that's what they're saying his, is another. All of his people just put them away. Because then <clears throat> if Pence pardons him, the only thing we prove to the world is that our system is broken. Oh, yeah. I mean, even more broken than it is now. Oh, yeah. So we really have our... I mean, there's a lot on the line here. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, they both go, Trump and Pence, Nancy Pelosi becomes president and kicks fucking ass. She is a beast. She's on fire right now. Mm-hmm. When... when, <clears throat> when the Democrats won the House and they were talking about who's going to be speaker. And there was that like, you know, challenge from below, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was even having the thought like, oh, she's so old. Like, yeah, she's been there so long. But I'm so glad it's her because she has so much experience. Right. And is a tough old bitch. And she doesn't have a whole lot of skin in the game as far as future right. prospects and like her career and everything. She's like, hey, look, bitches, I'm done. I'm yeah. here Unless for now. Unless she's going to run for president. Right. And if she doesn't, she has still done an incredible service to right. the country. You know, she's not trying to win votes or she's not trying to further her career with this move. No. She's getting the job she's done. She's kicking ass. Yeah. And on that note, I guess we should... That's Ziggy, by the way. We should growl. So let us know what you guys think. You can send us an email. I don't know if people still do that. It's info at curiopodcast.org. Email? What? Hey. Oh, we've got a Twitter. You can DM us on the Twit. <laughs> <laughs> The twit. You can send us a message on Instagram, and we've got a Facebook page you can also go to, but we're not as active on that as on the Twitter and the Instagram. Um, And also, like, subscribe or something. Oh, that would be wonderful. And, like, like us. Please subscribe. And, like, tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah, and and hug somebody and have a little hope because this national nightmare may soon be over. And maybe one day we'll all wake up in the morning and everything will be okay. And we won't have to check Uh, our uh, phones uh, right away to make sure that the world's not uh, on fire. uh, Here you podcast! And if there's anybody out in the Midwest listening, because I know you guys are going to be real bored for the next week or so, please be safe. Take care of yourselves and your people and stay warm. Don't go outside. outside. Please don't go outside. And uh, 